This right here is the Wednesday, October 6th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We have got you covered with the NL wildcard action set to take place tonight, as well as some future bets for baseball and golf. Settle in. We'll get you set in up to 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, boys and girls, welcome back to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top rated daily fantasy app. Alongside Tyler Foljam, I'm Joe Fortenball. No Daily Wager today. Can you believe this? I woke up this morning and saw that we were dark on the schedule, and I thought, well, that opens up the afternoon for a few uh, tricks and treats, if you may say. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I enjoy it, you know, but the course is closed, so I can't golf at my spot, and we'll get to that a little bit later in the podcast, but I will find uh, somewhere to play 18 today since we got no afternoon um, responsibilities, work responsibilities. Attaboy. We'll be back tomorrow. Daily wager, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. But we got to get you set for the National League wild card game tonight. Dodgers hosting the Cardinals. 8, 10 p.m. Eastern is first pitch. The Dodgers are going to go with Max Scherzer. The St. Louis Cardinals will go with Adam Wainwright. Dodgers currently minus 219. Cardinals on the comeback plus 199. So let's do this. Let's talk side. Let's talk total. And let's talk props. And when we talk side, it can obviously be first five innings, run line, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Whether you have a better don't, what are you thinking tonight? Would you lay it with the Dodgers? Would you take it with your beloved Cardinals? I don't have a play, a conviction. Obviously, a lot of respect for the L.A. Dodgers um, and a lot of emotional investment in the St. Louis Cardinals. But, I mean, as great as the Dodgers are, and they certainly are, um, to have to lay $2, $2 plus in a – High variance, nine inning baseball game. Of course, if you play 162 games with the Cardinals and the Dodgers, the Dodgers are going to win, you know, 100 out of those 100 or of those 160. But the Cardinals, which they showed in September uh, during a 17 game win streak, where during probably two thirds of those games, they were outright underdogs and you just kept betting them as dogs and they kept winning. I think the value, if you have to bet and you take everything away, in terms of emotional investment, whether you're a Dodger fan or a Cardinal fan, I think the value lies in the Cardinals. Are they really with what they showed you in September? And Adam Wainwright, a guy who's been in this situation God knows how many times in his postseason career, should they really be plus 200, basically? I don't think that price is right. It was the same reason I bet the Red Sox last night in the AL wildcard game. They beat the Yankees. 10 out of 19 times. They outscored them 75-74 during the regular season cumulatively. And the Yankees were a road favorite at Fenway for a one-off playoff game. The price drove me towards the Red Sox. Now, that proved to be right, of course. But I think the process was correct in picking the Red Sox, whether the result was correct or not. I think the process dictates that the Cardinals are the right side to wager here, despite how dominant Max Scherzer and the Dodgers are. So that's why I'm staying away. Um, it really is just too hard for me. I like a, a total a little bit better, and we can get to that after you weigh in with your thoughts. Damn, son. It sounded like you almost got yourself to a bet there. Almost. No, like, I wasn't right going to do end, it. It was like, he's going to do it. No. I'll finish it for you. I will take the Cardinals at plus 199. Now, some people will look at this and they'll say, how can you bet against the Dodgers? Remember, 
what we're doing is betting pricing here, as yep. you were talking about. We're betting pricing. And if you give me a scenario like this at this price 100 times, I'm going to turn a profit on it given this scenario. Plus 199 implies a 33.4% chance for the Cardinals. That's it. They win this game one out of every three times. Now, I know all the reasons why the Dodgers should win. Great team, great lineup, great pitcher in Max Scherzer. They're at home. I know all those reasons. But still, only a 33% chance for the Cardinals. All right, let's start with Scherzer. Uh, a little shaky his last two outings. Doesn't mean he'll be shaky tonight, but he has not been perfect. Five earned runs given up in each of his last two outings. One was at Colorado. One was home against San Diego. There's no Max Muncy in this game tonight, who was their best hitter all season long. Dave Roberts has been known to make some mistakes with bullpen management in tight spots. Does Scherzer get a quick hook? Does he leave Scherzer in too long? Those are questions you have to factor in here. And then on the St. Louis side, they're 21-4 and four over their last 25 games. They've got the best defense of any team in the playoffs, plus 78 in terms of defensive run saved. And Adam Wainwright, who as you hit on, has been great as of late. 12 quality starts in his last 14 outings. 12 of his last 14 outings have been quality starts. You put all that together and you tell me the Cardinals – are priced to have a 33% chance, I think it's higher. I think it's closer to 40. They could definitely lose this game. They're expected to lose this game. But at this price, you have an opportunity here with the Cardinals. It, it, like everyone looked at the Yanks, to your point, yep. and thought, oh, Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole, yep. the ace. Well, first of all, Garrett Cole had been awful all season at Fenway Park. All right? That's the reason I bet the over. And it, it pushed on eight. But Garrett Cole has been awful at Fenway. It doesn't mean Scherzer is going to give you a perfect game tonight. It really doesn't. Maybe he does, and I'm wrong. But plus 199, I'll take a shot on the Cardinals. Let's talk total. Sitting seven and a half, over, under, first five inning, over, under, anything there that you like. Yeah, much more conviction here for me, and I will give you a bet. It's under seven and a half. First of all, Dodger Stadium, a noted pitcher's park. Then you have the two pitchers on the mound. We'll start with Adam Wainwright. Again, his form all season long, not just uh, for that crazy stretch in August and September for this team. He was the ace of staff all year long, the only healthy guy, which is amazing at age 39, pushing 40, what he did this season. He is usually a better pitcher at home, Bush Stadium, than he is on the road. But again, dimensions at Dodger Stadium, very similar to that of Bush Stadium. Both play as pitcher-friendly parks. We know how good and experienced Wainwright is in these spots, his postseason career. Then on the other side, you have Scherzer. And you're right. He had struggled a little bit with his last two starts of the regular season. One of those was at Coors Field, though. However, in his two assignments against the Cardinals this season, Joe, Scherzer went 14 innings, did not allow a single man to touch home plate, and struck Ooh. out a comically high 41.5% of the Cardinal batters that he faced. So he has owned his hometown team lineup the St. Louis kid. And I don't know if that continues in this game, but I expect Scherzer to be much better than he was in the two starts down the stretch and closer to the guy who dominated the Cardinals in two assignments. So with Scherzer and Wainwright, I think the play is under here, despite how hot the Cardinal deep offense has been, pardon me, and how dynamic and deep that Dodger offense is as well. This smells like a classic, low-scoring, tightly contested, down to the final out, 3-2, 4-3, you know, 3-1 type of NL wildcard playoff game. I don't think this turns into a slugfest. Okay, good analysis. I don't have anything on the total here, but you touched on Scherzer and the strikeout prop, so I'm going to lead right into that. I'm looking at under seven and a half strikeouts. St. Louis against right-handed pitching this year has a 22% strikeout rate, which is 25th in Major League Baseball. What that means is that there are only five teams 
that strike out fewer times against righties from a percentage standpoint than the Cardinals do. That's excellent. But you just laid out all the reasons why Scherzer should mow these guys down. His last three starts, he didn't get over seven and a half strikeouts in any of them. We talked about those struggles against Colorado and San Diego. Maybe it's just a blip on the radar. We can look past that. But each of the last three starts didn't hit eight strikeouts. And like I said, St. Louis versus right-handed pitching has done well from a strikeout percentage standpoint. So I find myself leaning to the under. I have a feeling you're going the other way here. Yeah, I'm not going to play it. But if I did, I would lean towards the over just because of that strikeout rate that he showed against the Cardinals this season. Again, in 14 innings pitched, to have a 41.5% K rate means he struck out more than 20 batters. So that is That is more than 10 per outing. So it seems like you have a little bit of cushion here. The only way I think Scherzer doesn't get there is if he runs into a little bit of trouble early and in a do-or-die game, Dave Roberts dips into his deep uh, bullpen that will have starters like Julio Urias uh, to come in and try and bridge the gap to the rest of the bullpen. But, but in, in do-or-die one-off playoff games, the hook is very, very quick for starters. So that's one thing working in your yes. game. You want to play the under. However, it is Max Scherzer, and I'm in no, uh, I'm, I'm in no space uh, to bet against Max Scherzer struggling in any game that matters, uh, uh, despite what he showed the last two assignments of the regular season. So I would lean over if you have to play a strikeout prop, given what he's done against the Cardinals. But I understand you're assuming some risk there because Scherzer is probably going to have to pitch into the fifth or sixth inning for that, which of course he can do. But if this is, uh, you know, turns into that slugfest where the Cardinals are threatening and, uh, you know, the Dodgers are clinging to a 3-1 lead in the sixth inning, it would probably be Dave Roberts yanking uh, Scherzer, much to his dismay. Maybe he might throw a punch at Roberts because of the bulldog he is. But (laughs) it, 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 it is a good line. It's one of those lines that you look at the book and you go, you know what? That's pretty good. That's pretty tight line right there. (laughs) All right. So I got a future play on the Houston White Sox series, and I know you've got some golf. Is there any other baseball you wanted to unload before we move on? No, we can uh, handle that uh, on Thursday's pod. Okay. So Houston and the White Sox get their ALDS series started tomorrow, Thursday. It's right around the time this pod will be coming out. And I'm not on Thursday's pod, so I want to make sure I get this out there. For the series, to win the series, the Astros are minus 130 over the White Sox, meaning risk $130 to win 100. I'll play the Astros here. I think the White Sox are overrated. And I hate to say that because I would love to see them make a run. I think they're a fun team. They're a fun story. Chicago, the city of Chicago going nuts in the fall for playoff baseball is something I always keep my eye on. I love it. There's a few towns where you just see baseball erupting in the fall during the playoffs. That is one of the truly great towns. Unfortunately, I am going to bet against them here because like I said, I think they're overrated. First half of the season storm major league baseball right they go 54 and 35 and they play in this really weak division in which the twins were supposed to be their main competition twins finished dead last they completely fell apart this year shout out myself for giving the twins over win total out before the season started that one didn't have a chance (laughs) so they beat up on all these people in a bad division they jump out to a huge lead we assume they're good we stop looking at it second half of the season the white Sox went 39 and 34 All right. Just a few games ago above 500. They weren't that great on the road this season. And remember, this is a five game series. If it goes five, they're going to have to play three in Houston. They went 40 and 41. Keep that in mind because they're the only team of 10 teams to make the Major League Baseball postseason that did not have a winning record on the road. That's something to file away. They spent the season, like I said, in the worst division in baseball. And Houston comes in with so much playoff experience. 
So much playoff experience. Guys that have been in the big spot time after time after time. If I'm wrong here, it's going to be one of those bets I don't get upset about because I'd love to see the White Sox deep into the uh, postseason. I just think it's fun for baseball. But ultimately, from a betting standpoint, I'm going to play the Astros minus 130. Any thoughts there? If not, you can just get right into the golf picks. Uh, The White Sox were my pick to win the World Series. So uh, Ah. I think they will prevail from this particular um, ALDS. But uh, I understand your, your logic there. I do think they dealt with Again, maybe a malaise in the middle of the season because guys were in and out of lineup with injury and they didn't really have to have their foot on the pedal to win that remarkably weak AL Central division. So that might be a concern trying to get it ramped back up for the postseason. But now they are healthy. Luis Robert, Jose Abreu, uh, Eloy Jimenez, they got uh, all their pitchers back as well. And Tony La Russa has a dynamic bullpen that he can uh, rely on. And we know he has used bullpens in the postseason as well or better than any manager in Major League Baseball. That was some of the reasons why I thought the White Sox had some value in the American League. Uh, I do want to turn to golf, though, since it is Wednesday. Yes. The Shriners Open uh, starting Thursday uh, at TPC Summerlin, my home course. So I have intricate knowledge of every blade of grass and some (laughs) blades of grass uh, that that are in play and some blades of grass that are out of bounds, out of play around TPC (laughs) Summerlin uh, with my game off the tee. Uh, I'm going to isolate just one guy here because this is the type of event uh, that usually is one with a, a pretty significant score under par, like 20, 25 under is usually what wins this type of event. It's not a super challenging course for professionals um, unless the wind is howling in the desert, then it can become difficult because there's not a lot of trees around obviously to uh, help block the wind. So with it looking like docile conditions this weekend, the golfer I want to isolate is Victor Hovland. Uh, he's got the fifth shortest odds to win at uh, plus 20 uh, or plus 2,000, pardon me, 20 to 1. Guys like uh, Webb Simpson, Abe Anser, Louis Oosthuizen, and Brooks Kepka uh, are in front of him, by the way, at 18 to 1. It, it's a really deep field. There's some significant representation from the Ryder Cup. I'm surprised by how many big names are at this event. But the reason I want to isolate Hovland at 20 to 1, or if you think it's a top 10 finish, uh, plus 200. He is a scorer. This guy, I believe, was number one or number two on the tour last year in birdies per round at 4.4. The guy just scores. So on a course where you're likely not going to be penalized for your mistakes, but you're going to be rewarded for your aggressive play and making birdies and making eagles, Hovland's a guy in, again, a surprisingly deep field who I think has the best scorer's mentality. He's If we're, if we're talking NBA parlance, He's like a Kyrie Irving. He's like a Kevin Durant is maybe not the best player in the, in the, in the world, but when it comes to scoring the basketball or scoring the golf ball, there are a few in the world who do it better than uh, Victor Hovland, the youngster from Norway. So he's a guy I'm isolating. You can play him in different ways uh, and matchups and all that, but I think he is set up for success at this particular course with his game and the form he's in right now, because he did look pretty decent at the Ryder cup at whistling Straits. Excellent stuff, buddy. Excellent, excellent stuff. The inside knowledge of the golf course that you love so much. We appreciate it. That right there is it for today. 10 minutes, well, 10 plus minutes of the bets you need as promised. Do us a favor. If you get the chance, subscribe, rate, and review. We'd appreciate it. No daily wager today. We are dark, but we're back in action tomorrow. ESPN2, 6 p.m. Eastern. Enjoy the game tonight. Best of luck, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. 